you stuck up, half-witted, scruffy-looking nerf herder? Who's scruffy-looking? You might want to buckle up, baby. of the Star Wars universe. This is episode 196 of the Scruffy Looking Podcasters, a special episode coming to you recorded live from the lush gardens of Naboo. We are happy to bring you some of the mostly genuine Star Wars banter to your ear hole, so sit tight. We have a special episode in, t- in store for you tonight, or this afternoon rather. My name is Jimmy Dice, and sitting next to me... Almost massaging your shoulder again on this beautiful day in the great state of Maine, Mr. Ed Bosfat. That's me. Cheers, buddy. How we're you doing? Out, we're outside. We're outside. We're outside. This is the first outside. Yeah. Yeah. It's like David Attenborough uh, Save the World series. You know? That's right. That's right. Hey, someone complimented me on my parking today. They left a sweet note on the dash, the front, on the window. Said, parking, fine. <laughs> oh. <laughs> You were not <laughs> pissing book, Edward Bossart. <laughs> How much that cost you? <laughs> it was a joke, Jimmy. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I get it. That actually didn't happen. Excellent. Well, you know, I'm very happy for you. Well, next to us, across the pond, uh, effervescent as always, Mr. Christopher Hall. How are we, sir? Good evening, gentlemen. I am very well. I've got a belly full of cherry-flavoured Jaffa cakes, just smashed a full packet, and I've got no regrets about life at all, whatsoever. Nice. No regrets. Nice. What that a ex- life, mate. What a life, isn't it? What, sounds... what a life. What a life yes. we lead. I've had a wonderful, wonderful afternoon with Kevin. I'm sure we'll get, well, morning, afternoon, early evening, I don't know. I've had a lovely day with Kevin today. Uh, I'm sure we'll get into that later. Sure, sure. And speaking of lucky days, Mr. Man on Fire, just still riding the first prize wave. Big winner over here, Mr. Kev Garbett. How are we, sir? Hello, boys. Hello, everybody. Go to Prem. My my belly is full of champagne. Uh, (laughs) Premier League champagne, I hope. It's full of Premier League champagne because this is the... This today has been the first real day my family's been together since the playoff final, because obviously it's been a strange week with the COVID and stuff. And to cut a long story short, we've had this bottle of champagne for about two or three years, because I I bought it when we thought we were going to get promoted about three years ago, and we had that massive collapse. Yep. (laughs) The champagne's been sitting there for absolutely ages, and uh, we were like. We can finally open this bottle of champagne. And boy, did it taste. It tasted, you know what it tasted of, boys? 
But it tastes like victory. It tasted at the, at the Premier League. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but yeah, fun. I'm great. I'm, ab- I'm absolutely great. Uh, it's been a bit of a strange old week, to be honest, and uh, catching up with everybody. Um, yeah, me and Chris have had a great good old day. Uh, I've not quite recovered, but we'll talk about that in a bit. Oh, sure, but sure. But it's good to see you. Good to see you. It's good to be seen. It's good to be seen in the flesh. And the you two look fantastic in this little, like, nature documentary you're doing. Yeah. In the back garden. I'm, I'm quite looking forward to seeing <laughs> antelope and wildebeest. Yeah, Jimmy's oh. got a nice setup here. A little table out mate, on the bench yeah. and everything. Sure. I, I really, not, I'm digging it. Kev, mate, I'm not going to lie. If I see a fucking moose walk past them fair in the background, <laughs> I'm going to lose my shit. <laughs> Actually, you know what? I'm looking at... When we when we landed at Main Airport, there was a fucking stuffed moose, mate, in the airport, <laughs> and it right. suddenly dawned on me that it's like I'm not in England now. <laughs> I'm gonna see some weird shit this week, yeah. and I didn't see anything. So if I see a fucking moose walk past, I'll be overjoyed. We're not in Kansas you know, anymore. You, I, I guarantee you probably <laughs> won't see a moose, but <sighs> of any, if you did see anything, you would see a deer. Yep, you would see a deer Ooh. walk right across that path right there. We've got them. Rubbish. Not that, mate. Fucking dear. You know, you know, I was really hoping for because, like, Jimmy and Ed are facing the camera. I'm kind of hoping that you just see a massive grizzly bear slowly coming towards <laughs> them in the back. <laughs> yeah, often. Boys, look out! Look out! Look <laughs> behind you! <laughs> what are you trying to say? I don't get it. I don't get it. <laughs> I actually nothing, Jimmy. No, nothing of the sort. Nothing I, of the sort. I've been, I saw. I've been listening to the uh, or watching the uh, the PGA Open Tour right now, and uh, I'm kind of looking at our backdrop. And Ed, you and I look like you know a couple of announcers here. We do, don't we? The setup, yeah, lights. yeah. yeah. <laughs> so today <laughs> we're gonna uh, we're, we're gonna hear a review from uh, the scruffy looking podcaster boys. We don't really know what they're gonna say. There's been a lot of ups and downs on that Twitter radar out there today. But mm. uh, Ed, what do you think the uh, overall uh, consensus could be on our opinions today? Uh pretty good i think we're yeah. gonna do pretty good hey I, I need to get my piano out and play like that slow you, piano music yeah, that's the, true that's <laughs> are you two gonna take are you two gonna take the saudi money if you're the, the golf we might be uh moving to the live tour depending on the, the dollars are right <laughs> no I, listen 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 we are a non-professional operation over here we will, oh, not, we will not be bought out legally by anybody uh but it so, looks great it's a great set up there i'm loving it oh, i'm interested to see how kevin chris do on the back nine yeah, back nine could be treacherous, man. Real treach. You play from the back, back tees, the tips, especially in a 17. That's a handicap two on the course. Listen, that's no I've got no idea what you're fucking talking about. <laughs> so if, so if, the nine, if the I'm back nine, if the back anything like the backhand, I've been training that shit since I was about 12. So <laughs> I've had and fast with that. Hard, hard and fast, had. giving and receiving. Well, speaking about receiving, let's let's talk about our weeks in the Star Wars and our lives over here. Kev, so I think you've had some uh, kind of adventures today, Kev, and you and Chris, and why don't you, well, well, why don't you until yeah, you I mean, dabble my, into those, you know? Tell well, us, what, what do you think? Yeah, my, my week's been quiet, because obviously, <laughs> well, it's been full of fucking quiz shows and bullshit, because I've had two days off. <laughs> yeah, go on. <laughs> two two go days on. off work while I recovered from the old uh, COVID, but yeah, back to work, and then it's been like, I've already done out. I've just been... <laughs> Getting back into groove, getting back to work. What do and then, you and then do here? <laughs> rather, stu- rather stupidly. What do I do, Jimmy? Can you tell me what I do for a living? <laughs> and then, rather stupidly, 
I was looking at the weekend and saw that there was a record fair today. So, of course, partner in crime, Chris Hall, I'm like, oh, we're going, mate. And you were a bit unsure at first, mate, weren't you? You weren't sure if you I could was, get mate, it. yeah. Yeah. But then I got I got the message going, we're all on, we're all on. Um, and I've been bad. I'm not going to lie. I've been really bad. <laughs> oh, no. You've been bad. Kev, you know you just spent, like, half a grand or whatever <laughs> uh, in no, California. No, no, no. That, that, that's forgotten, mate. This is this is, <laughs> this is totally new. <laughs> this is another new adventure. I mean, is this all new stuff that you don't have, or is this stuff that you it's, already is own? Is it alternate covers? Is it different colored vinyl or something? Is there like a van, different version? Well, yeah, yeah, there is a Vanity Fair in there. <laughs> Do you know what, Ed? It's like we know how it is, but we don't. <laughs> I'd like... I'd like to say it was all new and it wasn't stuff I've already got, but whatever. <laughs> I'm like, what? What are you buying that for, Kev? Surely you've already got that. Yeah, but this one's different coloured, mate. The vinyl's different coloured. <laughs> it's got a different hat. It's got a new hat. It's got a new hat. Oh god! And it was the first time, because like obviously it's like it's in a town centre where they have the record fair, and obviously every dealer is cash only so i think this is the very first record fair i went twice to get more money out <laughs> twice not once twice but twice and and the the awesome chris hall had to lend me some money at one point. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's like a time that we split up for about an hour and then i went i went and found him and I could see he was sweating. I was like, oh, this is going to be great. And he was, he was talking to the guy, and he's like, come on, mate. What, what, what can you do me for these? What, all in. What we're saying, mate. What we're saying. And this guy gave him a figure. And Kev looked at me and went, you got 60 quid on you. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I was, yes, mate. Yeah, I was going well, to say, like, you took the two trips to Amoeba. Did you learn from that? So oh, now you're doing the two trips every time now? I've not learned a thing, mate. I have not learned a thing. It's it's fair video, not... aren't we? Maybe you should oh, go back mate. again. Go for a third, for a third time. Well, we nearly did because we went for some food and we went for what's it? And we were like, should we have one more walk through? But luckily, they were closing up and get yeah. putting the records in the van. I'm like, oh, thank goodness for that. But uh, some positives have come out today, which I don't know if we want to talk about, Chris. What now... is it? Well, well, we're we're square now, aren't we? You know what I mean. You know what I'm saying. Kind of. <laughs> it's have to be square. Yeah, it is, mate. Finally, uh, finally paid my debt off to Christopher. I brought him a pudding. Bought, bought me a pudding today. Paid his I bought him pudding, pudding. Off. Do you remember this? We talked about the pudding that I didn't buy in that time. Black pudding. Ed, Jimmy, listeners, it's fucking over. Is I don't this, owe him no pudding is anymore. Is this like? Pudding is in like a dessert. Dessert, or like okay, yes. a dessert, mate. Yeah. Pudding, mate. Pudding. Yeah. Ah, interesting. Okay. But I did borrow a pudding. <laughs> but... He's paid off his pudding debt, but he did borrow a pan. So <laughs> a he owes me a pan. What about what about the what about the petrol debt? <laughs> yeah, well, that's a separate debt now. <laughs> Edward, Bustle, oh. you dirty bastard! I love you. <laughs> I, love, I love you, Edward. I forgot about that. Yeah, petrol debt. I love... Cost of fuel in the UK is fucking risen like mad, mate. It's absolutely extortionate. Do, do you add that percentage to the debt as well? Yep. 
18% every 10 days. Listen, it's on record. Kev said a minute ago, we're all square. It's fine. That's true. He did say that. No, that was only from a uh, dessert point of view. <laughs> I put in debt. No, that's the, that's the highlight coming not, from this interview. We've not talked about the the fuel debt, have we? The, the, the uh, name of the episode, Debts. Debts. <laughs> put in debts. Putting put debts. <laughs> put in debts paid. Put in debts paid. Or it's hip to be square. Oh, shit. Yeah. shit. But, any, any, um, any purchase that you'd like to mention that was huge that you got today, either of you? Record-wise? Yeah, record-wise. Oh, well, because I know I you had, really... I know you had a pretty good one at Amoeba, that they had yeah. to, they had to like carry it themselves. Like the person that worked there had to bring it up to the front. Yeah, like you couldn't hold it. <laughs> you know what? Yeah, I felt like fucking royalty. It was it was fantastic. What was that, that one like, that you got? I got the Halloween soundtrack. From oh, that's right. Yeah, and it was uh, a hefty a hefty chunk of cash, so we say. But like I, I picked it up off the display thing, and then straight away, like one of the 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 workers came over. And he's like, hey, "Did you get that off there?" And he's like, "Yeah." He says, "I've got to take that to the front. You can't walk around the shop with it." Oh, I was like, shit. I, hey, I was like, with pleasure, mate. Fucking with pleasure. You take it. It was glorious that feeling. Um, the guy was like watching you hold it and watching you shake around with it, and like, <laughs> he's let like, me, oh, "Let God. me take that for you, please." <laughs> Yeah. I was there when he did that. <laughs> would you Would you stop was, doing that? There was that rare Fabergé egg as well. It's like, let me take that, sir. Um, <laughs> but no, it was. Oh, I, it was brutal today. So, no, no, different things. I was kind of doing fine because I'd bought some. One of my favorite bands of the night is the Throwing Muses, and I got some like really. I got two albums of theirs that I wanted, which were a hefty chunk. I got a first REM album. I got that David Bowie one, and then, which was, I've got about three copies of this David Bowie album. (laughs) (laughs) Please, I have no idea why. Don't ask, I don't know why. And then I thought we'd finished, and Chris was like, I'm just going to go, there was a store, wasn't there, mate, full of seven-inch singles? Yep. And uh, Chris was looking at, like, the Nirvana stuff. And rather bizarrely, I started, what was the artist we were looking at? Oh, it's Dinosaur Jr. So there was like the Ds there. And I looked across. And like one of my favorite artists of all time is PJ Harvey. And there were shit loads of seven inch singles. And I fucking bought every one of them. <laughs> <laughs> um, give us an approximate number here. Of, of... There was only four singles, mate, oh, but okay. I dropped a fair amount. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Oh, I don't worry. I'll I'll go for therapy next week. No, no, I'm I'm pretty dumb with vinyl, but like on a single, seven inch single, seven inch. Okay, yeah, thank you. That was my question. Yes, seven inch single, twelve inch album. So, uh, yeah, other little bits, mate. Let's not go into it because I feel winded. A bit winded. Are you gonna get depressed thinking about it? (laughs) Well, I've I've had a little cry today, (laughs) and. uh, Thought about my life and where I'm at, but other than that, so yeah. But it was awesome, a great good day, great good food out later, and yeah, that's uh, pretty much my week. I'm all done. Heard, all heard, and seen, heard. Well, Christopher, Christopher, why would you dovetail right into this? Okay, yeah. So as obviously Kev said, we've had a fantastic trip out today, and um, I'm not going to go into detail on all my purchases, but. <laughs> 
at one of the first stores we were at here, one of the first guys we were looking at, I, was, I just turned to Kevin. I just went, I'm in fucking trouble here, mate. <laughs> I'm in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> mate, it was absolutely brilliant. You were like, I've already got about six albums in my head, mate. I'm like, oh. I don't even yeah. have time to listen to all these. So, but uh, I left him. Yeah, it was... just, yeah sorry, mate. Like, just because it was funny. I left you there, didn't I? Like, and I yeah. like, because you know when you you do your own thing when you're record shopping, and I left Chris there, and he's like, I'm in trouble, mate. So I carried on, looked at another few stalls. And then, I don't know how long it was, mate. Was it 15, 20 minutes? Fucking Chris pulls up with this massive bag on his shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> like, and it, it must have been, mate, how many were in there? Eight or ten? Or no, we don't need to talk about it, mate. <laughs> we don't. But this it must it must boost Kev Kev must boost your confidence. You're like, oh, well then I'm gonna buy like <laughs> this <laughs> that I was on the fence with. Mate, just feed it was a off challenge. each other. It was a challenge. I'm like, I could beat that. <laughs> <laughs> but no, mate, it was brilliant. Sorry. No, no, it's good. Um, yeah, it was very very fruitful fruitful trip, and we had a lovely time. Went out for something to eat after, and as Kev said, he's paid off his pudding debt. Which I'm very happy about, but he does owe me a pound, and I will I'll hold this against him for the rest of your life. Uh, for, for as What's long your as your payment I can. plan on that, Nick? What's your payment plan? Uh, I don't know. We'll we'll, <laughs> we'll think of something, mate. One English pound. But yeah, like All Kev right. said, it's been it's been a weird week because, um, as we mentioned on last week's pod, obviously me and Kev have had had COVID, so and that that carried on quite a while for both of us and. It wasn't until Thursday this week was the first day that I tested negative. So I was due back at work on Tuesday, but obviously working from home Tuesday, Wednesday, because I was still negative. Um, so Thursday was like the first day back in office. It's just shit, in it? It's just, you know, when you've had time off and it's... Yep. Yeah. Every fucker is asking you the same question, like, Oh, how was your holiday? Was how was America? Got COVID? Fuck off! Leave me alone. How was the Star <laughs> Wars <laughs> convention? Yeah, but yeah. Uh, back to the ground. Very nice. I've got I've got some uh, I've got some good friends at at, um, at work. I think I've mentioned my mate Trish before. Years and years oh, ago, legend. Yeah, yeah. Years and years ago, she went to um, about ten years ago. She went to New Zealand for three weeks. Fuck yeah! And I knew. I knew when she came back that she'd be depressed as fuck. So on the first day, I got a, I got her all these like Lord of the Rings cupcakes made as like a welcome back gift. Um, and when I got into the office on Thursday, I got a little um, Mandalorian Razor Crest Lego set on my desk. Oh, Ooh, what a oh that's awesome! Oh, yeah, that's so cool. There's a little note. A little note on it says, "I wasn't organised enough to get cakes, but I hope this will cheer you up <laughs> on your first day back." So that's great. That's cool. Happy man. with that. That's cool. It's going to be awesome. I'm going to build him and keep him on my desk at work. But yeah, it's like just that thing in it where everyone's just like reminding you that you've just had this amazing adventure and now you're stuck in the Grind. doldrums of everyday boring, monotonous life. Wage slave, but baby. It, yeah. One of my uh, one of my other friends at work, Claire, she's got uh, her and her family are real does Disney nuts. 
proper love it. They do the parks like every year. But since COVID's hit, they've not been able to get to... Uh, they normally do Florida. And uh, they're desperate to go to Galaxy's Edge. And her son, he's mad into Star Wars. I think he's about 10. Um, and every time I see him, we always chat about Star Wars and that. And she said, oh, Chris is back from... Chris was back from Disney and he's like, Oh, has he been to Galaxy's Edge? And she said, Yeah, yeah, let's listen to the podcast in the car and see what he thought of it. <laughs> and as soon as she said that, like my heart dropped, obviously, because we're not a podcast for 10 year olds. No. Uh, and she says, Yeah, I turned it on. And the first thing I heard you say was, Yeah, this guy had a massive fucking handlebar mustache. <laughs> um, and she's like, Yeah, I think we'll just not listen to that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so i just i just stood there at work like oh shit i was like yeah claire we're, we're not we're not for kids um sorry about that she was like oh is it worse it's fine um i was like yeah don't you are don't cultured swine <laughs> yeah don't don't let him listen to any more so that was quite funny um yeah, I went to see Doctor Strange last night. I finally got to see Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. It's great. I fucking loved it. Um, Sweet. I know you've seen it, Kev, haven't you? Yeah, yeah. Yep. I haven't seen it. it. I Have love Sam Raimi. We haven't. Americans haven't seen it. Sam Raimi all over uh, it. Yeah, awesome. Sam Raimi directed. It's fucking great. There's some real like evil dead bits in it. Nice. And obviously, it's great. It's great to see Bruce Campbell. Because when he appeared, I was like, I know that guy. I've met him. I'm looking Close forward to it. Friend of mine. Because yeah. Doctor Strange is my favorite Marvel movie. So the first one. Oh really? Ooh. Interesting. interesting. Yeah, it's yeah. really it's it's different for a Mar- it's not like other yeah. Marvel movies. Yeah. It's got um some quite freaky, like slightly horror bits in it, which are interesting. And some Ooh. great cameos as well. That I did yeah. not expect. And I can't believe that I've Avoided all spoilers on. I'm gonna say, did you avoid it? Did you? I knew, to... I knew the major yeah. one. Yeah. Because he was, he was at the, um, he was at the premiere, and I was like, well, I thought yeah. I heard his voice in the trailer. So Patrick Stewart. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I knew about that. I haven't seen it either. But... Yeah. But the, some of the, the others. Other one. Yeah. No, I, I was well shocked. I was like, yeah. oh, that's rad. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So that was cool, and I've binged uh, Stranger Things this week. Nice. Yes, so, me too. I have. I've got. I've got one to go though, mate. One to go. Stranger Things is uh, massive in the whole household. We absolutely adore it. Um, it's Anya's favorite program of all time. I think I've mentioned that before. So she was like, been desperate to, for season four to come out. It's really good. And I feel like Mrs. they're back to like form now. I think. Three yeah, got Mrs. A H off. was. Oh, I loved three. I loved three more than four. Uh, more than two. Oh, really? Well, I thought yeah. three. Three was dead funny, yeah. I still love it. Um, mm. Yeah, but it dropped while we were in America. And Mrs. H played like an ultimate mum card, and she kept Anya off school, and they binged it all in one day. Nice. <laughs> Hell yeah. I love the fact that they binged it in one day, mate, because obviously yeah. some of the episodes are quite long, aren't they, this time? And like, yeah, it is very long. It out. Yeah, and there's lots of stories happening. But, um, that's great, mate. Stay off school, mate. Yeah. <laughs> I've struggled a bit with the multiple storylines, but mm. it's. Um, I thought the finale there was like episode four we talked about, didn't we, Kev? Which I love that episode four. Yeah, uh, 
and the finale is really good as well. Some of it are called as well. I was like, called it. Wee. Some of it, I was like, oh, that's interesting. So, yeah, I can't wait for that to finish in July when that comes back. Um, Yeah, that's me. Shit, in it? Normal life. I just want to come back to Maine and fucking sit in your garden, Ed, and chill out and get... <laughs> I want to sit, sit in Jimmy's garden now. Look at this. Sure. Yes, mate. He's, I want, he's got that? a much better fireplace. What's that it's big black ring. mob in the background? What's moving towards you what? very slowly? <laughs> Jimmy, get a shotgun. It's a whopper. Oh, whoa. get that shotgun. I want that grill to fire up and get them peppers and get that onions lobster. back on yeah, it. Yeah, 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 grilled some onions today too, actually. They're quite delightful. Quite delightful. Ed. Yes. Oh, do you want me to go? Yeah, go ahead. Go I ahead. can go. Uh, so I guess let me start off with right out the fucking gate. Um. The Paul McCartney show. Um, oh, yes. Talked about that last weekend. I we saw Ringo Paul. And uh, yeah. Definitely. Let it be. Let it be. Oh my God. Let it be. Real quick on that. Did you know that uh, the amazing lad, Sir uh, Peter Jackson, extracted John Lennon's lines from that? Like, like little their last show they did on the rooftop. And they pulled his line out, his voice. So Paul sang with John on stage. So I just like piped in that like John Lennon's voice through Holy the whole shit. PA, like Ooh. he was there on stage with them. It was so fucking eerie, cool, and fucking amazing, man. What we can do with technology, bringing that shit back. And Paul McCartney was clearly just fucking all about it. Nice. And uh, that was a really fun. That was just one of those memorable moments. From uh, from that show, I'll just talk about a couple of moments, not the whole thing. But uh, did you know? Are you kidding me? Uh, Brother Steve was out there. Hell yeah! Shout out to Brother Steve. He and his family were there. Ooh, Steve D. Yeah, yeah. yeah Steve D was there. At uh, had a much better, much better views because they have fireworks on. Um, um, da da da. Uh, live and let die. Live and let die. Oh, yeah, they, they were fucking firing off all these fireworks, and we couldn't see it on the ground. But we were like kind of on the side, all the way back underneath, um, protected us from the rains. Like the downpour came through every five minutes. But next to the bar, strategic, purposefully. That's big. Um, big, big play, big play, big brain move there. Um, but. The uh, the fireworks going off were fucking amazing. The pyrotechnics on stage, and you know, they they sang Happy Birthday to Paul, Sir Paul because it was his 80th birthday, you know, this week. And like, goddamn, that 80 year old dude played for two hours and 40 minutes straight without breaks. One wardrobe change, he took his jacket off. Oh. Vegetarian, mate. That's why. Yeah. Right, oh. Right. Right. <laughs> crazy, crazy motherfucker. Um. Yeah. So that was pretty awesome. And uh, lastly, I'll show with the uh, update, kind of update on my Ronin uh, figure from Zavi. <laughs> I was like, I swear right, I didn't order go. it. I didn't order it. Yeah, here it is. Here it is. Here it is. Here it is. Oh, no. Thank you so much. But your order is still being processed, a.k.a. we're behind yeah. and it's going to be a while. And I should have had you guys fucking buy it at Celebration and bring it home to me. That's Zavi for you, mate. God. Uh, Zavi all over. Do you have anything from Zavi? <laughs> I've ordered from him before. I don't like him. Yeah. Yeah. Just because of this the shit, shit right? Shit. Fucking hey. Mm. Why, oh, why didn't I so, know about this? So I'm not, I'm not just saying it, Jimmy. When you sent a couple of those emails going, it's been delayed, it's been delayed. I'm like, typical Zavi, mate. They do it. The, the shit, mate. I don't like him. Yeah. So, I don't know. <laughs> you know. 
<laughs> it's just why is this the expectation now with anything related to like cool Star Wars stuff or even like just you know fan getting fan shit, custom fan shit in general. You know why does it take so long? Yeah, real pain in the ass. It's like uh, what Lenovo's or whatever. Anovos, dude. Anovos, yeah, dude. They just fucking, what a they're website. Gone. They're gone. What a website. They're gone. I was who was I with at the con? They were brought I, up. I think it was Matt Mole. Or oh, what a guy! I don't think it was Chris or Kev because they would have. I wouldn't have had to explain it. But they're like, oh yeah, you should get one of something from there. And I was like, if you want to wait two years. <laughs> so did it? They're like, really, really, Ed. Ed, honestly, I remembered you. I was with you when you said it because we were walking oh. around at one point because there was like a, what was it? Was it a little costume or helmet or something? And you was like, fuck, I'm not ordering that. That'll take two years to arrive or something. <laughs> so was wait, like, there was an Anovos booth. Uh, booth at Celebration? Yeah, there usually is. Yeah. What the fuck? They, always their is. website went like down for a while, like unresponsive for like a year and a half. Hmm. And then there was like this big... I think this thank you sorry email from the CEO or whatever. I was like, we'll do better. Yeah, yeah. Well, but you know, it's I mean, take two years after Orlando celebration, we looked into it, right? Yeah. And it was like a long time to get. That's anything. right. That was back on one of the OG episodes we talked about, episode number twenty-seven. <laughs> I don't know. I just made that up. <laughs> Anyways, moving on. Uh, Ed, why don't you tell us about your week in Star Wars? Week in yeah, life sure. This week today. So I got right an now. Ahsoka baseball hat. And Ooh. I fucking love it. I'm looking at it right now. Yeah, it's, delicious. I, orange is my favorite color, so it's 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 kind of styled like the uh, clone trooper helmets in um, that Ahsoka episodes at the end of Clone Wars. Yep, where they dedicate their themselves to her and all that before they start killing her. <laughs> yeah, sad, sad face. Um, love it. Been wearing it a lot. Uh, I've actually had a couple compliments on it. Like, I didn't realize there's these Star Wars fans out there. Like, oh, yeah, Ahsoka. I was like, what? They come out of the woodwork, man. Dude, they're out there in the wild where you least yeah. expect them. Yeah, it was. I was going. To, so Gina is in a running group, my wife. They jog, and then they hang out at a bar after. But this one, oh, yeah. they, yeah, they, sure. were, they were. Oh, like, yeah. <laughs> sure. Oh, yes. yeah. Sure. Actually, Kevin. <laughs> we've, met, we've met some of them. Oh. Yeah. When we were outside at oh, that. From a distance. Thing. From a distance. That's right. Um, but, uh. They had run to a bar, and I was going to help D.D., Gina, drive Gina back home. And I met some of them, and they're like, hey, Ahsoka. I was like, you know Ahsoka? <laughs> Do you know of her? And then we just started talking about Star Wars. It was great. I just love that. I love that. What was their second question? Do you also know Steven Sensweet? <laughs> <laughs> Who's that? <laughs> Have you heard of that guy? I know this, this guy. guy. <laughs> I'm awesome. I know this guy. Um. Uh, yeah. So, the hat's great. I also played another massive game of Warhammer 40k with some friends, my usual friends. Um, four thousand points each you army. Win. What's that? Your usual you friends or your um, unusual friends? They're right? both. Both. Sure. Unusual in a good way. Sure. Uh, Bird. and my team won. It was I played yes. my bug army, my evil. Tyranids, yeah. So, like, if you if you've watched Starship Troopers, they're like the bugs in, in that. I played that, and then I teamed up with my buddy, who's in the same faction, but they're like the infestation on the world before the bugs attack it. So, like, half human, half bug. 
and then we played like against Ender's Game type shit. Yeah. Shit. So he played Gene Steeler Cult. I played Tyranid, and we played against a Death Guard, which is like Space Marine Chaos Space Marine Army. But and we won. We're just assaulting a city. Oh, nice. That was really fun. And well, they the sorry to interrupt, but were they like those models that you had on display? Yes. Did you use them? Oh, they purple. Yeah. Yeah. Purple and uh, white and pink. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I remember those. Those are cool. I thought, um, I thought that because I was sleep just for, for this, I was sleeping in that room. That's right. Um, you did. Was, you slept was, in the room with all my models. you know? Do you know what made it really scary? Is that like Ed's got this display cabinet which was right next to my bed, <laughs> and I'm like, I get a bit restless at night. I'm like, what if I fucking my arm flanders out of the bed and knocks all the <laughs> My arm flaps over and, and knocks it all to the ground. Thousands of dollars. Down the <laughs> sounds a bit, sounds a bit sus, that does, mate. I get a bit restless at night. Oh, do you, Kev? Oh, <laughs> you mean, you what happens if I get too excited whilst I'm jerking off in this <laughs> in this bed? Well, and I accidentally elbow all and crush all these like, get, miniatures. And, and then blame something completely different. Why is there oh, blue milk that? all over my models? Really? Yeah, was, yeah. <laughs> Fucking dog. Oh, dude, that blue milk you just... Oh. <laughs> blue milk. Um, speaking of Warhammer, um, you know the lad who plays it, Henry Cavill. I also oh. happened to purchase yeah. a um, Geralt of Rivia action figure. <gasps> or Geralt. The Witcher. From The Witcher, yes. Sure. And it's oh, it's some nerdy shit I don't know about. Come it's, on, it's from the uh, the Netflix show The Witcher, and ah. it is awesome. I just I had to advise what 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 you dropped on that mate. <laughs> <laughs> it was only like thirty bucks. <laughs> oh. oh, that's, that's yeah. It looks like um, that's nothing. It looks like Legolas on on roids, doesn't he? In that yeah, show. yeah, mm. it does it does, and and it's about I don't know what just how big I showed you guys. How big do you think that is? Like ten inch? <laughs> well, there's only one way I could compare that. What about my dick? <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> are we still, are we we still talking about, about penis? penis? <laughs> so if if yours measures five, Ed, yeah, it's about ten inch. <laughs> uh, we metric or imperial units. <laughs> um, also, I when uh, Kevin Chris visited Maine. I gave Chris a little gift because I've been oh, yeah, did. giving oh, each of you oh, a little gift every, hopefully every year. Fucking glorious, mate! Absolutely glorious. Um, I bought the Games Workshop tree beard model tree beard. from yes. Lord of the Rings, and I glued it together and painted it for Mister Chris Hall because he's a big Lord of the Rings fan. It's beautiful. I'm holding it in my hands right now. Um, We're still talking about people. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, this is fun. <laughs> it's a, um, it's a little that. leafy. Is it? The details are outrageous, mate. The base is phenomenal. Yeah, uh, the base I did from scratch. So you just get the plastic flat base, and then I added rocks oh, to really? it. Yeah, I added the rocks on my own and oh. painted everything. Picked it up right from his back. And I butchered as well because. Kev dropped some stuff off today that he had in his case, and he had that Coke bottle that Christine gave me from Galaxy's Edge. And you ne- we never got... Never painted to, it. Uh, 
Oh. Gonna... Yeah, so producer Dave took his Coke bottle yeah. caps from Disney and weathered them. And I was going to do that for Chris because it's kind of quick to do. Depends on how much yeah, detail so you'll you have want to, on it. We'll but... have to do a tutorial on that, Ed. You'll have to show me what to I'll have a go. Just have to buy a couple products. I'll have a go. Oh, we should have a a little live, you know, a live camera paint session. We can stream on Twitch. Here's Jimmy doing the live. uh, Scruffy (laughs) podcasters live on Twitch. Fuck's sake, boys. Let's not go that far. (laughs) We'll put it on Twitch. We'll put it on our Twitch account that we have. Let's not go that far. We'll post it on. We'll post it. Listen, Kev, we can't keep your fucking Fallen Order playthroughs up there all the time, man. We got to mix it up, dude. Got to fucking mix it up. We'll talk about that later. He's not even finished. No. Um, And let me see. Is that that my week? Oh, I've been watching. I finished Stranger Things, obviously. We talked about that. I'm caught up on The Boys. Oh, I'm I've got to start that. that. Sure, sure. Just, just one minute, mate. Oh, yeah, yeah. things without giving, without giving anything away. Did you see that coming at the end? Don't, don't tell Eddie. He's going to spoil the shit out of it. I know where. To, look at him now. Like, I can see his brain. Like, he's, he's over top. I'm trying to remember what happened, like... honestly. Yeah, we'll talk about it later. Like, I'm like trying to remember. I don't remember a super surprising thing. Yeah, we'll talk about it later. Anyway, yeah, yeah. cool. Um, I've been watching Attack on Titan. You guys heard of this? Yeah, I love it. Like, anime stuff. Yeah, yeah, it's a dark fantasy anime, Japanese, and it's so weird. It's so weird, but s- still somehow so good. Really? Yeah. I, a, how much you seen it? I, how much you seen? I'm like partway through the third season. I think there's four, right? Holy shit, yeah. you're flying. Yeah. Well, I've been watching it for Ed. a while, months now. I keep Ed. going into it and then leaving. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. There's a, uh, a fantastic vinyl box set of that. <laughs> <laughs> of course there is. Do you have one for sale, Kev? <laughs> for the right price. I, I, could, I could sort you out, Ed. You know what, guy? No, I have. No, I have not. You, you have, have, you, you have but there, no, there, no, there, there's one per season, and I think they did some in two parts. And the, oh, it's a great show, and it's like, um, yeah, they did some like limited vinyl box sets for it, and I was kind of like, do I do it or not? Sorry. To... No, no, no. Yeah. Um, and there's four seasons. Yeah. It's fully ended, correct? So, um, is there anything that the same producers, directors are doing now, Kev? That you know? No, no, Ed. I, I honestly don't know. I haven't looked into it i finished that um because it's quite um sometimes some of the anime stuff over here is a bit difficult to get hold of oh yeah so we uh, we had to i had to subscribe to a, a website to watch that funimation i think it was called yeah um yeah i've been watching it on hulu but there's some good stuff on netflix um black lagoon's great mate if you've not seen that that's a great show um, we'll talk we'll yeah, talk later on that on, on that yeah subject. there's just lots of different, different um stuff. Otherwise, Cowboy Bebop's on there. The anime—that's great. Oh yeah, yeah. I've been—I've watched most of that actually. Um, mm. To round it out, I've also started Barry on HBO, which is hilarious and awesome. It's a—it's got who stars in that? Is that Hater? Is in that? Bill Hader, I think he's in that. Yeah, he plays like some former military dude, and he's just kind of introverted, and he's like a hitman. As a as he as a job, 
And it's just, but it's like a comedy. Mark Wahlberg and the shooter? <laughs> not that. No, not that. <laughs> okay. But, uh, yeah. It's, it's, it's more comedy than you think. Nice. Going into it. It's, it's pretty funny. Yeah. Um, and then I will be starting Our Flag Means Death. Yeah. Well. I'm, I'm pretty, starting that this week. Stranger Things I should finish this week. And then, yeah. I'm going to start on that. So we'll compare notes next week. Yep. And then, yeah. Um, yeah, I guess we'll talk about Star Wars now. I'm just kidding. Oh, do we have to? Do we have to? Yeah. Do we have to? I'm quite enjoying it. So that's my week. Nice. So we're going to uh, be more Obi-Wan. So since since I'm sitting next to Jimmy and I brought the Be More Obi-Wan book with me, which you is did. not available commercially currently. We have it pre-release yes. because we went to the convention. Oh, my God. Those no, VOCs smell so there. good. Jimmy knows a guy. Jimmy knows a guy. It's not because you just bought it, mate. It's because Jimmy knows a guy. Oh, that's Jimmy. right. That's right. Jimmy okay. knows a guy. Yeah. Jimmy yeah. got his people on it. Jimmy's like, he got, got, I know some people. <laughs> when he got his lobster, he spoke to his fish guy, and uh, they got him the Obi-Wan book. It's true. Jim. Uh, Jim, a fish talk, guy. Talk, pine tree. Good guy. He talk, <laughs> I talked to my book guy. He got me this. <laughs> <laughs> Limited print, 1997. So this this is a segment where we take a book, the book, Be More Obi-Wan, written by... I actually have to look. I apologize. It's a different... Uh, Kelly Knox. And we read a page from it. It's what like kind it? of like an advice book. Life advice. And then... Um, <laughs> and then we uh, talk about it. So, uh, here we go. All right, here it is. Be More Obi-Wan, written by Kelly Knox. Introduction. The sage's path to staying grounded. The galaxy can be a stressful place. A big test coming up, difficulties at work, an interplanetary war against the droid army. It can be overwhelming for even the most legendary guardians of peace and justice. And that doesn't even include clashing with your misguided best friend who recently turned to the dark side. That sucks. But did you know you can overcome just about any obstacle by being true to yourself and doing it with a smile? Be More Obi-Wan guides you in using both your wisdom and your wit to handle whatever the galaxy throws at you. You learn to say hello there to your problems with grace, courage, and a well-timed joke or two by learning from a Jedi master. Nice. Chapter 1. Facing Challenges. When your troubles begin to pile up, starting over as a reclusive old wizard might sound pretty good, but life has a way of bringing you back to the galaxy-sized problems you tried to leave behind. Confront your challenges with grace and a plan, and you will be unstoppable. So here it is. Page number one. Page number one. Actually, I'm page number seven of this book because there's a lot of shit that I just read coming up to you. (laughs) Page seven, number one. Jump in feet first. Ooh. The wisest Jedi Masters know that a moment will come when you need to greet your challenges head on. You finished your meticulous planning and kept a cautious distance, and now it's time to jump in and get to work. Toss off anything that might get in your way, like bulky Jedi robes or empty excuses. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Then roll up your sleeves and welcome your problems. And if you can throw in some impressive lightsaber moves as well, even better. The obstacles before you don't stand a chance and the quote here on page six hello there 
Obi-Wan Kenobi. <laughs> oh! <laughs> is that genuinely the quote? Hello there. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Hey! Hello there. Nice. Yeah, Why do I sense we've picked up another pathetic life form? Oh, also beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> Jump in feet, fir- feet first. I like that. I can get behind. Tackle it. Yeah. I I love that. I wish, I really wish that's something I could um, learn to do more rather than um, put things off as long as I can, uh, worry about them uh, constantly, um, and then fuck them up when I do actually mm. attempt to do them. So... I will take this advice moving forward and try to be more Obi-Wan by diving in feet first. Yes. And shall we talk about Obi-Wan? Oh, Obi-Wan. Sure. (laughs) Obi-Wan. So last week we couldn't talk about episodes one to three because we spent way too long talking about how awesome Celebration was, which it was. No regrets. No regrets. Um, so today we're going to talk about four episodes of Obi-Wan <laughs> in 10 minutes. Oh, we're not. No. Sorry. Seven and a half <laughs> minutes. I've um, got about 20 minutes, lads. <laughs> <laughs> That's my line. <laughs> um, so we're just going to go very generally through it. Not, I'm not, we're not going to go. I'm Start just gonna episode bring up, one, scene yeah. by scene. Yeah, scene by scene. Here we go. No. Um, you guys might not even pick, be able to pick it apart in your brain, episode one from the other ones by now because it's been so long. But did you guys like that recap they put at the beginning? Was that like a good – Did because we, we didn't oh, yeah, see – we, we didn't, didn't see, get that, did we? Yeah, we didn't see that in Anaheim when they did our uh, early release. Oh, and then. And then um, when we watched it the next day with Mark, uh, we saw it. Uh, what did you guys think of that? Yes. Cool. It was it was a good old five minutes, mate, wasn't it? I don't know what to say. <laughs> it's like, it was a recap, mate. That was all it was. It was all right. Yeah, I think I think did a good job. I, I mean, I'm watching it, and I'm like, if I was someone that didn't really watch the prequels, or I watched it once, maybe. Yeah, I think it did a pretty good job. You definitely. It's interesting. That... Sorry, Jimmy. No, go ahead, Chris. Uh, it's it's interesting you say that, Ed, because there's a, a guy I work with. Um, he came over like as soon as I was back, and he was like, "Mate, I'm loving Obi Wan. It's brilliant." He says, "I love that little thing at the start because he's never seen any of the prequels." So he was like all in on that he was like what, what's that shit where that guy's like chopped up and he's burning he's like that looks sick he's like, you, to me. You, you gotta watch it you gotta watch it he's like nah. you know he says i watched that first one with all them fucking computer game characters in it, it looked terrible <laughs> he says, I got a... oh i watched about he says i watched like 15 minutes uh and they started swimming towards this fucking bubble thing for this weird <laughs> oh, no. long, long ears. Turned it off, mate. Rubbish. Do you know what? That guy's all right. <laughs> that guy's all right. <laughs> What's his name? <laughs> that sounds like my kind of mate. That, that guy's all right. I like it. <laughs> but no, obviously that, that worked for him, having that little recap thing. So, Oh, great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I liked it. Um, and then obviously it led into that Order 66, which is like the... 
Is it the most oh, yeah. we've seen of it on screen? I think it's a little bit more. But it was yeah. more Yeah. It hit deeper, man. I felt like it did. Um and obviously if you didn't know, my theory was that one of those girls at the beginning is Reva. Hundred percent. Oh, Moses 100%. Ingram. Yeah, her. Moses Ingram, yes. Yeah. That that makes sense. Yeah. If we're just fucking go- going right into it, I mean, there's several references to her being like a sewer rat picked up yes. in a gutter. Yep. You know? And then her emotions in episode three, where she sees the Jedi symbol on the wall there. Yes. Um, Who's in the gutter now? When they, um, yeah. in that hidden. So, a big thing with this series, and it's laying into it currently, is the whole underground railroad for the Jedi. Yeah. That are running. Um, it relates so much with like our history. It's it's just and politics. Yeah, and I love that about Star Wars. Some people hate that about Star Wars. They don't want to know about that. They're like, no, get that politics out of my Star Wars. And I'm like, but it's there. Yeah, <laughs> like in plain sight. Fuck them, mate. Fuck them. <laughs> yeah, dickheads. Uh, mate, said it before. Star Wars fans are fucking dickheads. Yep. Yeah. They are. <laughs> They are. It's true. Well, you only, you only, yeah. Let's not get into it. But Jesus, after that first couple of episodes, mate, the reaction of a character—what a bunch of cockheads! I mean, Jesus. Oh Christ. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, luckily, so anyway, luckily we're not, we're everyone's not, backing them, on. including Lucasfilm and stuff. So, include my man Anson Mount. What a fucking! Oh, yeah. He's my guy, Captain. Oh, Pike. Anson Mount. Ugh. Yeah. If, only, if only, ugh, if only, I had the correct hair product today, and you could see. I could almost pull off Captain Pike's hair and working on it right now. It's called close. Pike's Peak. Pike's I believe. Peak. I'm glad you said hair there. I'm peeking over here. <laughs> Can you uh, edit? Just edit that clip for me. Ed, and send pull it off. as a soundbite. Jimmy <laughs> saying, "If I only I could off. pull off Captain Pike." I heard exactly the same thing, and then he was like. It carried on, and I'm like, I've only heard it up to that point. <laughs> you guys thinking about sewer rats and gutters and drains and oh. I will say that's another show I'm caught up on, Strange New Worlds, and and the latest one was really good. Oh my god, that was so good. God, got um, a little Star Trek with my Star Wars, but yeah, dude, I uh, I like the Inquisitor characters. It's yeah. very cool, very different. Actually, you know, we we uh, see the Grand Inquisitor uh, dead. Yeah, maybe. So I, I had a, I I was I watched it obviously multiple times, and I I think you guys are at my Kevin Chris were over at the time on that that week, and it suddenly yeah, man, I think it suddenly hit burst, me. I'm like, there's something yeah, about. In, oh, sorry. Go ahead. You burst into no, you burst into my room at like four a.m. <laughs> <laughs> guys, 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 guys. I've got a theory. No, I've got a theory, mate. I've got, I've got a theory. theory. <laughs> I'm like, wait, he's from Utapau. He's a Powan, I think is how you pronounce it. Powan. And I'm like, I seem to remember reading something about them and their anatomy being weird. And I started Googling it and being like, oh, shit, that's right. In the book, The Last Shot, I think it's like the Han Solo. Yeah, Lando. Yeah, Lando thing. They talk about this, like, surgeon or doctor, Powan, and... I guess Powins have two stomachs. So if she stabbed a stomach, <laughs> it doesn't really matter. She, he has but, another one. Yeah, but I mean, he just fucking died. Like, you stab a stomach, well, a stomach's a stomach. It's not like you put it through his heart, you know? Like yeah, He fell down. He 
Yeah, he, he died. He, he's gone, though. No, he's, he didn't die. Listen, Bacta could do wondrous shit. He would have been back up on his feet. So can mods. It's true. He's going to the mod parlor. Um, <laughs> also, oh, yeah. also, if you see in episode four, when, um, what's her name? The, the, the girl, Tally, Tala? Who plays the um, officer or pretends to be the officer? Oh, Adira. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. She she walks up to that security officer and she's like, "Do you want the Grand Inquisitor to know of this?" And he looked scared shitless, which means he could still be alive. Mm-hmm. Somebody knows he's still alive. Yeah, Maybe yeah, that he, guy. He will be me. Or they don't. Fucking. Or, or they, they haven't told anybody. Yeah, they, I feel like it's more likely they just don't tell anybody. You know what I mean? Like, why uh, do why do people need to know? Like, they those imperial officers and people don't need to know. I, I it just made me think: How is that a threat when he's dead or supposedly dead? Yeah, yeah possible. Hey, shout out to Solo, a Star Wars story. Oh fuck! There was a great oh, scene, a great scene in Episode Four, maybe three. Actually, Obi-Wan sporting the jacket himself, that cool little costume, like when you have the Imperial, like, army troopers and stuff with, like, the cool, like, army uniforms and the jackets and the raincoats. Spotted a few of them and worn by the lad himself. So, just want to throw that out there. Nice. Yeah. Did not notice that. Did not know about that. Probably didn't um, care about it either, but there I it did is. like that his daughter <laughs> is in an episode, episode two, correct? Yes. And yeah. she, he's, she gives him the... Um, the spice or whatever it was, the drugs. Yep. And mm-hmm. they talk about a father-daughter conversation. There's something about, it, like, I'm looking for a little girl or something, and, you know, she says something, and I'm like, oh, my God. That's, like, that must have been either hilarious to, to shoot. <laughs> like, I don't know how many times I just broke down laughing about it. but Well, if you remember, Ed, what, six, seven months ago, Ewan came out and said, I just filmed a very special scene that was very heartfelt and close to me or whatever. And we all thought, it was like, oh, shit, it's him and Hayden, him and Hayden. I bet it was that. You're I right. bet it was that with yeah. him and his daughter. That's got to be it. That'd be That's cool. Be she did a really good job. She did a great job. Um, let's see. Anything else? I did like, <clears throat> oh, Christopher. So when Chris was staying at my lovely abode. We watched some Lord of the Rings. And, oh. and he we we were watching a scene when the fellowship in the Fellowship of the Ring where they were in Lost Florian, the where Galadriel is. Where's that? that yep. Lost the Woodland. Yeah, yeah. And he said something about the reflection in the eyes. Right? You were saying you want to talk about yep. that part? I'll yeah. I'll bring it up the Star Wars part, but you, you tell me what you said for the Lord of the Rings thing. So I was just being a general nerd as we were watching and just dropping annoying facts on Kev. All Knowledge bombs. <laughs> and um, <clears throat> Yeah, mate, don't fucking talk during a film. <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're one of those. No, mate, honestly, mate, it was fucking brilliant. I so loved it. You oh, a compliment, mate, your knowledge bombs were fucking awesome, Matt. And I was, you were dropping them. Boom. But yeah, come on, this one was great. Yeah, so when the Fellowship first beat Galadriel, I said to Kev, it, just look at everybody's eyes, um, because generally, when you light a scene, or generally in life, when you look at someone's eyes, they've got a tiny white dot per eye, which is a single light reflection in your pupil. Um, but if you look at Galadriel's, what Andrew Leslie did, rest in peace, 
uh, director of photography on Lord of the Rings, is he wanted something different for Galadriel because she's this otherworldly. Obviously, she's this special being, like yeah, one of the oldest elves, uh, and a beauty, yeah, uh, within <laughs> within Middle Earth. So he rigged up loads of uh, fairy lights, like Christmas lights, on a rig and held it above her shot. So the reflections of all the little twinkling lights mm. are in the pools of her eyes. And he actually took a cue from some one of the lines that Tolkien wrote about Galadriel's beauty and the beauty within her eyes. So it's a very subtle thing that you probably don't notice, but it just gives her this otherworldly effect. Yeah, is that what you wanted me yeah. to say? No, that was and good. I, and That's I, exactly. And I was, I was happy to stare into her eyes. Yeah. <laughs> so, on the back of that, I was watching the beginning of episode three, where you're watching Vader suit up, and then Obi Wan having like this meditation Ba-ba-ba-ba. thing on the ship, you know, and yeah, it's going yeah. back and forth, and you look at Obi Wan eye reflection and Vader's eye reflection. So this is what I started because I was thinking about it when you brought that up. You look in Obi-Wan's eyes and it's a small, tiny pinprick of white light. So like, you know, there's not much light right now. And you go to Vader and it's this long red, like reflection of light in his lenses because, you know, his room and stuff. But like, it just shows you what's going on right now. The dark is prominent. The light is barely there. And I just had to bring that up because you brought that up. It's the state of the force currently. It's out of balance. Yeah. But there is hope. Ah. There is hope. Yes, there, there is. is. So I thought I'd bring that up. That was pretty cool. You guys can watch it again and look for that. But um, I'm not going to do that. Speaking of that <laughs> part, there's so many in the entire all episodes. There's so many hints of Qui-Gon trying to commune oh, with... I mean, Obi-Wan trying to commune with Qui-Gon. That true and false is just fucking hanging on a... Is it going to happen? Is it going to happen? Episode 6. Oh, we know it. You oh, think it's so? Yeah. You think so? Hey, they didn't tease in that right from that first episode, weren't they? When you, was... know, you know what it is? Here's my shot in the cave. dark right here. Final scene, last episode, they say, we finally see Liam coming out. Concludes. Shows up. Check it out, season two, Kenobi. Oh, 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 they just magic, two, magical two. surprise with Liam in it. No, maybe, maybe not with uh, a minute, but maybe not with a minute, but definitely uh, maybe a couple more. That'd be kind of cool. I think we see him at the end of the episodes, just yeah, like you said. Come in episode six. He's on his way. Yeah. He's on his way. Yeah, he's on his way. There's so many. There's so many subtle things that are going on that they. they it hints at you at the current state <laughs> hey. of the Jedi and like the universe, the galaxy at time. Wait, what? Careful, yeah, it it just it just made me laugh when you said that. There's so many lies and subtle things, mate. Mate, when he hid Leah under that coat, that was not that was not subtle, mate. <laughs> <laughs> True. That, that was fucking oh, dog shit. Yeah, that in was, episode four, yeah, 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 yeah. Dreadful. Uh, Dreadful. We we needed to spend a little bit more money on that production, but um, yeah, I know like, where I is, know where it went. I was like, is this for real? This is really terrible. Nah, it went to fucking paying off you, and that's where it went. Yeah, no, like I, I'm talking like, <laughs> like you know, he, he gets yeah, that small piece of meat <laughs> <laughs> to to feed his uh, mount there. His what Eopies. 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 
And it's kind of like, really like it's, it's like he still has a last small sliver of being a Jedi, a giving person, you know, in him. But then he still can't help his fellow worker get paid correct. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, man. So it's just it's 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 just a tough time to be a Jedi if you want to survive. Hard times, man. Um, well, I know a lot of people have criticized the show for it, but I kind of like his story in it. The fact that he's beaten, broken, and trying to hide, and yeah, I love it. Something's drawing him out, and it's Bail Organa who kind of did and said, "Come on, dude, I need your help with this." But like the last episode, which was okay. He was fucking getting back to his old self, wasn't he? Giving yeah. it some old, giving it some lightsaber twirling, you know what I'm saying? I'm Dude. like, oh, come on now. <laughs> O'Shea, come on. Jackson, O'Shea Jackson Jr. He calls him General. Yeah. He calls him General. General. That's dope. That's awesome. I was, was like, uh, yeah, General Kenobi. There was a one one quick theory uh, when he talks about his wife being taken away. Was that her that was you know in suspended, suspended animation? In that weird, yeah, I chamber. think one of them was. Is it confirmed or? It's not confirmed, but it's highly speculated. I listened to uh, actually Eckhart's ladder uh, went into on this one. There's also another Jedi you see that's from the High Council. That was on the High Council with Kenobi in Episode Three. I forgot the name of him, but you see a shot of him in Episode Two, Attack of the Clones, when they're you know fighting each other in the uh, the Bug Ooh, Stadium. Okay. But uh, that was Book interesting. State. Are they alive? Are they dead? Are they just, you know what I mean? They're dead. Are they dead? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. And they just like It looked Jurassic Parky, didn't it? It looked Jurassic it's, Parky. It's like a trophy room. Hmm. Yeah. Did you, you know in the um the the meeting room for the Inquisitors there? Yeah. There's like a red line going around the whole room. It's a shelf, a red shelf. And along the entire shelf are lightsaber hilts. Really? And a couple places you see a helmet from a youngling. Interesting. So, trophies or are they form inquisitors, former stuff? I don't know. Like it yeah. seems like trophies though. Yeah. Huh. Did you guys notice that? I did not notice I that. I didn't, mate, but I did hear uh the three men and a baby Yoda podcast talking about that and I fucking googled it straight away. And I was like, I, I didn't see no lightsaber trophy shit. <laughs> what are these fucking idiots? What, what are these idiots on about? Uh, but I fucking found the footage, and I, like, I went back and looked, and I was like, yeah. Makes it right. It's creepy. very subtle. You you yeah. can't really, yeah. I mean, obviously, you, you see it on your TV, Ed, because it's like you're sat in fucking <laughs> yeah. cinema. Yeah, fucking cinema. I was on, I was on, I was on my, I was on my laptop squinting like I can't see no lightsabers, but yeah, I spotted it. Good. <laughs> yeah, not so, that I listen to uh, Three Men and a Baby Yoda. Podcast. Yeah, who listens uh, to that uh, podcast? Who listens <laughs> to that? Hey, hey, he's a pretty good guy. Hey, he's all right. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I met the guy. Yeah, Jimmy. Jimmy says that he's the only one who went met him. I know. I, know, right? I think he's a pretty good guy. <laughs> exactly. I think you need to meet exactly. him first. I think he's a pretty good guy. <laughs> yeah, Matt. I Matt, love you, Matt. Matt. I'm just. I'm just saying, stop fucking you. photoshopping me in pictures, please. <laughs> oh, man. Thanks. Thanks. <laughs> Is he joking? We don't know. Uh, um, serious? No. Uh, speaking of the Inquisitors, the interaction between them, they're like quabbling, squabbling, whatever the word is I'm trying to think of. Cobbling. Making shoes. 
um, it's kind of a glimpse into what if they did like a movie or a show that had a lot of Sith in it. You know what I'm saying? Uh, like this is kind of a glimpse. The old Republic. Of like the politics that could happen in a Sith Empire or something mm. at the top with the, them like squabbling around and trying to be better than the other. Trying to curry favor. Yeah. Favoritism. You know, do the special thing for the boss, become the boss's number two. Yep. And what do you think? Because Reva says to the fifth brother, I forget his name, we all know who's going to be standing next to Vader's side at the end of this. Yeah. Who, do you think, who do you think she's referencing? I think she's referring to herself. You think so? Yeah. I think she, or at least she thinks she has some kind of special connection with Vader. She knows it's going to be, she thinks it's going to be her. So yeah, she's she's blinded by her her pain, right? Probably being scooped up as a Jedi in the sewer, and maybe her Kenobi's like uh, signal or something like that, and just like crushed her, disheartened her because that's all she had like to hold on to or something. So I feel like there's definitely some kind of indirect traumatic event that happened because of the like the immediate results of Order sixty six that made her like super fucked up and susceptible to uh, becoming an inquisitor yeah i mean she did get probably super tortured yeah as uh a la fucking last level of jedi fallen order that's episode four well i do want to say my my theory on who's going to stand next to vader at the end nobody yeah Yeah. heard so that was my thing like is she have they discussed this vader isn't gonna vader's vader he doesn't want anybody with him he's just using them Exactly. So he's going to kill. He's going to kill Reva. Yeah, yeah, all of them. In the end, long. I think that's like yeah. that's like the hint. Maybe that was my theory. Like he's, she's like, we all knew he was going to be standing next to Vader at the end of this, and it's nobody. <laughs> and she'll find out Leia's secret, but then he'll kill her. Well, they, ooh, they make reference to earlier oh. earlier in this this series of how like there's nobody left. We're just fighting for scraps now. Like all the big dogs are mm-hmm. gone, you know like, what I mean? What's their purpose? Yeah, yeah, what's what's their purpose anymore if all the big dogs are done? And maybe Vader thinks Kenobi's gone or Vamoosed at the end of it. So at the end, it's like, why do I need these Inquisitors? I have no use for you now. And then, boom, they're all dead. Yep. And then that's how we solve them not being in Rogue One or A New Hope. That's right. Or at least overlapping in that anyways. Because they got to be gone by then. Or at least conveniently written out. You know what I mean? That's my thought. So yeah, but yes, I uh, fallen order. Oh, Kev, Kev how about you? I, sh- oh, Kev, 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 can we have expert opinion? Share, live share shot us from your mind right now. Well, guys, shot, share with our share with our listeners your first reaction on our little messenger chat when when you watch that episode. This is I'm your man for this one because straight away, mate. You know I played that game four or five times through. Uh. Finished it on every different level, hard Jedi level, and basically, oh. nah. Yeah. Basically, it was, it was a fallen order <laughs> level, wasn't it? This episode. But you get to play as Obi Wan. Yeah, <laughs> I quite enjoyed it. I must admit, because it was, I put it on easy level, and I was deflecting those laser bolts, and uh, even that underwater scene, wasn't it? Which was from Jedi, uh, from Fallen Order. You know the bit when he the, how they gets... how they snuck into Fortress Inquisitorious. Oh, yeah, it was all. Fucking original name, by the way. I, I, I was playing through because I, I just played through. Go okay, anyway. Go on, Kev. <laughs> he just played br- it. I just played yeah. it. 
Oh, you went through it again, aren't you, Jimmy? You've I just did a complete playthrough, and I beat the game like two days before this episode came out. No shit. It is. There's loads of things in it, isn't like one of the cell where the where she interrogates Leia from it. That's a cell used in Fallen Order. The same There's large a, room, the the the, yeah, the yeah. chair. You know what I mean? The just the when he uses chair. the window. When he uses the window, which is basically to trap the stormtroopers. That's from Fallen Order. The yes, right. The hallway. Wait, yeah. that so that How right is, there when, when he held it in. That's exactly what Vader did in Jedi Fallen yeah. Order when Vader was pursuing Cal Kestis. Vader was holding yeah, it, not okay. not not Kenobi. I played it so long ago, Kev. You know, I know you beat it like last year, but I played it so long, I don't I just, remember exactly what happened. Yeah. I'll tell you, I finished it immediately, day one. <laughs> I'll False. I'll I guess if I can go on a, that uh, the Fallen Order thing real quick, yeah. um, because I just did play through it. I really love the similarities of the layout of the structure. Uh, I was once once we saw it in uh beginning of the episode is like are we going to go to see the like training arena he's going to like fight some of these you know purge troopers which we did see the purge, saw troopers. purge troopers yeah we saw purge troopers had, as well they had rifles not they had rifles not, not uh, uh, vibro or, vibro yeah. axe batons or whatever the hell they had um staff staffs vibro staffs but we saw them that was cool uh a lot of very interesting neat little throwbacks of recognizable things that we saw in here but from the the Jedi Fallen Order perspective, Ed, like when I told you that I was replaying this again, it was either you or you, Kev, uh, said like, "Oh yeah, it's you know you feel like Obi Wan playing through this episode." It's like yeah yeah, 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 or rather, I said I wanted to play this game because I wanted just like something by myself to do solo because I've been doing a lot of like stuff with Daisy lately, like super cooperative games. And he's like, "Oh yeah, like Kenobi." He's like, "Oh yeah, just like it." And turns out the final. Even the planet, Nur, they kept the name, which is really cool. Yeah. So uh, I love seeing the T-47 airspeeder in action, boys. Yeah, I I have a comment on that. You have a few T-47s here. Yeah, and they're like, we use it to carry sewage or something? Yeah, but we still have these giant blasters on them. (laughs) I was wondering, why do you have giant fucking guns on a sewage carrier? I mean, they're built into them, you know? (laughs) They got to work somehow. Uh, I, I don't I don't know. Like I guess maybe. Also, how did Obi Wan and Leia fit into that cockpit? It's pretty small in there. I was wondering the same yeah, they thing. They get it. They get it. Uh, Is that a thing we shouldn't dwell on and just? No, no, mate. Oh, don't if worry she about can it. Fucking, if she can fit under his coat and no one notices, she can fit in a fucking snow dog shit, mate. I know, I know. I hate snakes, Jock. I hate them. No, nah, they just <laughs> velcroed him to the top. It's fine. Yeah, yeah. Just hold on. It's not, like they, went, it's not like they went in space with him. So yeah, it's they're true. Fine. It's true. I wish they spent a little bit more time developing those characters. You might see more. Maybe. You never know. I mean, I mean, I that's hope. something you can't really judge yet. No, that's yeah. true. Maybe we see him in Andor a little bit. That'd be kind of a cool crossover. Because yeah. it, it seemed like it was begging to like know just a little bit more about their backstory. Uh, but again, you only got six episodes to do it, and you can't focus on everything else. It's got to be Obi Wan, Leia. Only, there's only one, two, two left. Two left. I want. I want I, like a Clone right. Wars I, you know what, No, you want this is. You want this is. This is a precursor to a sneak attack season two announcement. I I believe it in my heart. I, it's gonna happen. They need to make a Clone Wars. <laughs> this live is the trial series. balloon. They needed to see how it was gonna go. I just want more Jedi shit. I know this whole 
so, this whole so, Underground Railroad, I'm loving it because it's like Jedi. The like, path. I'm loving this. Yeah. And the mention of Quinlan Voss, I'm like, yeah, bring uh-huh. bring all the that fucking cool. Jedi in. Actually, the mention of Valen Halcyon, if I can take 20 minutes and explain this real quick <laughs> from the expanded universe. Here we go. Strap so in, our, boys. Our, our best friend, Cornhorn, Master Horn, Jedi Master, former Corellian security agent from the Michael Stackpole uh, Rogue Squadron series. Love him. Yep, love him to death. Turns out Cornhorn is force oh, sensitive, and his his father is Valen Halcyon, ah. or grandfather. I think his father. His Ooh. father, okay. Valen. So Valen Halcyon was the name etched in Orabesh next to the Jedi symbol in the hideout spot on Mapuza. In, in episode uh, three. In episode three, in Inara's. Oh little hideout spot. He had all the etchings in the wall from all the people who had been there and stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, one of the Very names... Born Legacy-esque? Born or Legacy. Born something where they, you know, they wrote all the names in, on the bunk bed there. Anyway, continue. Similar to that. Um, and with the... What I thought was cool is just, you know, somebody obviously, you know, translated all the Orabesh markings on the wall. So they think the theory is Valen is actually the young didn't. kid that we saw in episode two... When they were on the planet that the uh, guy was like heisting to get on the player, him and his mother or whatever, because they were force sensitive. I think that's Vale and Halcyon. Anyways, I thought that was kind of cool. Doesn't mean anything. Probably not. But, you know, <laughs> guys got a dream. I mean, if, if, if a force sensitive was going to be near Vader and still get away, it would be when Obi-Wan was there and a bigger threat, right? True. Possibly. Otherwise, Vader would be like, you sense you yeah but kids don't know what the hell they're doing right like uh like o'shea jackson jr said like as soon as they figure out how to move a rock it's just like oh, between fuck. here and the core world or wherever he says yeah, yeah. Any well, kid could, that can he could get him through that fire could he he could get him through that fucking fire yeah? let's Jesus. let's kev i try not to think about that <laughs> <laughs> i i try to think Vader let Obi-Wan go and let the load lifter droid take him away because it's fire. He can just jump over that shit. Like, Vader's on. scared of fire like he's a scared of sand, that wimp. I think he let him go. There's, that's the only explanation. Yeah. I think we're supposed to. The only to... explanation for the use of our escape. I, I, I think <laughs> we're supposed to believe that fire was much more intense than what it was just due to production nope. budget. Nope. Nope. He let him go. All right. So what are we no saying then? Come way. on then. What, what, what are we saying then? Three, four episodes like, down. Good or bad? Like then? What, we, what are we doing? What are we doing? What are we saying? Enjoying it? I'm, love, I'm loving it because it's Force stuff, and I like all Force stuff and Jedi stuff. Yeah. I, you know what? I'm picking nits over here. Honestly, I think this is fucking great. I'm, I'm here for it. I'm here for more of this. The storyline so far, and that was the most important thing. Production aside people's bitching about anything else i wanted to make sure that this slipped in well with what the canon was what people had said based on what they had mentioned in a new hope and stuff like that you know leia's reaction when luke says ben kenobi's here ben kenobi where is he that we mentioned before that that's where i'm here for and that did a great job with it so doing well very um is it my favorite favorite of all time i I don't know but right now it's 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 fucking fantastic i love it i'm here for it so far, good. My girls love it too, because they love Leia, little Leia. They relate. Yeah. I think she's really well written and a great actress Baby Leia. as well. Yeah, her felt like smell. like whoever wrote her must know kids really well. 
because he's saying all the th- all the right stuff. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> what do you guys think? Kev, do you want to go or do you want me to go? Hey, you. You go. Go on. You, okay. Uh, episodes one and two, I really, really enjoyed. Uh, it helped that I was watched it in a room with all my friends who I love dearly and about 5,000 other nerds. That was quite a heightened experience, viewing pleasure. Um, episodes three and four, not really hit that well for me. Um, I don't dislike it. I just think it's a bit like, uh, come on. I don't know. They just didn't. They just didn't really do anything. That's a fucking great review, isn't it? <laughs> Brilliant. I'm an excellent podcaster. I am. I'm here all week, lads. Um, do you want to know my views on anything else? Well, I, I, I know you guys. It I know both of you didn't like Vader coming in so early and confronting Obi Wan, right? Yeah. Like that was so. Yeah. I wasn't a huge fan of that either, but. I'm just waiting to the end to really judge that. Yeah, I, w- I wish. He so did. I'm with I'm with I'm with Chris on this one a little bit. Um, yeah, I thought episode one and two were great. Um, episode what what surprised me, and one of my criticisms of it, and I love Deborah Chow, but some of the actions felt in three and four felt really stilted, and particularly in episode three, it didn't look right. It didn't feel right to me. It felt slow and sluggish and weird. And there was a couple of bits of that in episode four as well, which was, Mm. I can't get really strange. But the show, show, I really like it. It's great. It's great seeing you and back. But yeah, I thought the Vader thing was a bit too early. I kind of thought they'd save that, but then it just and that we we watched that at your house there, didn't we? That third episode. Yeah. And I think both me and Chris, it didn't sit right with me at all. Um, well, I know in three they're trying to really make Obi Wan seem old and not being able to fight anymore, and then in four, well, that's just, that's in just four really it started strange. coming back because he started. I remember like watching three and being like, he doesn't do that lightsaber twirl that I like doing with my lightsaber. Yeah. So we're talking about penis. Thing, yeah. yeah um, and then in but, four, he does it. I'm like, oh, he's back. So obviously we've got the line in A New Hope of when I left you, I was but the learner, now I am the master. But in that third episode of Obi-Wan, Vader fucking absolutely wallops him. So how are they going to bring that back? You know, is are we going to have in episode six where Obi-Wan batters him? You know, or do you get what I mean? Fitting that yeah. all in as a as a TV yeah, we'll show. We'll see. I mean, we still have this is this is one of those things we got to wait till. Yeah, I don't know. Because because you know you you got to realize in three he hasn't turned on a lightsaber in ten years. He hasn't trained. I know. He hasn't That's trained. what I'm saying. That's, and then and you're right, Ed. You're right. Yeah. Totally. And he's also playing bait because he doesn't want Leia to get caught. So he's like, hmm. I'm gonna lure him over here and pretty much die because I can't. I don't care. I'm going to give my life for this. And that, and that's the point of the show, Ed, the fact that he's broken, beaten, doesn't want to use the Force, he's turned off from it. And I love that scene when he first uses the Force to rescue Leia. But we've got two episodes left. He's not suddenly going to become fucking an ultimate Jedi in that time, is he? I don't know. Who knows if they time jump? 
You don't know. We like, don't know. Who knows? He's know. already better. And it could just be a matter of opening to the force because he's been he's been shutting it off for ten years. Mm. Yeah. And I liked his little explanation of it when Leia said, "What's it like using the force?" And it was like, you know, when you turn a light on and it feels like that, and you feel safe. I, like, I, I do that. see what you mean. Yeah, but I mean, there's ways to yeah. write it out and explain it as well, too. So I well, I, I mean, I can't. I'm not judging it yet because we've got two episodes left, haven't we? So. We've got two more to go, but that Leia's great. And a shout out to that fucking Jower in episode one. What a fucking dude. Oh, <laughs> so funny. Who? Uh, Tika? The, the Jower. Oh, yeah. Fucking. Yeah. Yeah. If you're going to sell me my own stolen parts, you do me the what was it? Favor of cleaning. The favor of cleaning it first. Yeah, it's a cleaning cost extra. Oh, I was like, what piece of shit? I love <laughs> right it. Right before that, he cooks the food and sits on the rock and eats it. It's like total Ray vibes, right? Yeah, loads of yeah. That, that's yeah, proof Ray that Ray is a Kenobi, right? <laughs> <laughs> like father, like granddaughter, mate. <laughs> I'd like is to that, know why. Uh... I think I've just made a phrase up there. Like grandfather, like <laughs> granddaughter. <laughs> God. Well, Leia really thinks he's he's Leia thinks he's really old. So, there you I go. wish you were my daughter. I wish you were my daughter. Do- I wish you were my granddaughter. Grandfather, more like. Hey, hey, uh, how <laughs> about can we do a can we do a sh- quick shout out to uh, Joel Egerton, hmm. Uncle Owen? Massively a, underused. Being a massively underused. I don't know. I don't know. I think he's just right. He has he's had some of the best lines in this whole series so far. Just yes. fucking shuts his ass down. And you know what? That, that, uh, I, want, I want more of him. I, w- I also would like yeah, more of him, but so far he's been amazing. Yep. Yes. Well, before the show, Deborah Chow made that statement, like what an actor he is and what an absolute joy it was to work with him. We've only seen him for about five minutes. I'm like, dude, come on. Let's have more. We'll, we'll, <laughs> see, him, we'll see him probably one more time. There'll be a resolution, right, because he's going to accept the T-16 Skyhopper model, right? I've not he even seen to. Baru. Oh, I know. Bonnie Peace, man. Yeah, what the fuck? Yeah. She, was on, she was on stage at Celebration. I think she was off in the distance in episode one. We have not even seen you know. her. Or maybe she's the one that accepts it and was the one that gives it to Luke kind of thing without Uncle Owen knowing because, you know, he's a crotchety old man. Yep. But your uncle wouldn't allow it. And if anyone oh, was yeah. wondering, that's not for long. Just so you guys know. Oh, the it bounty hunter on the roof? Yeah. yeah. Droid. If you're wondering, it is not. Deborah Chow told, you know uh, told Uproxx in an interview that it was not. What was that? Uh, I love that. First story. <laughs> what? <laughs> what was that, Chris? That's been keeping me awake, Ed, since I first saw Good. it. Well, now, now you can sleep. That was for them. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> you're welcome. I really, uh, I really enjoyed the planet. The new planet that they were on, that uh, the second one, Dayu. Dayu. Yeah. Blade Runner planet, fantastic. Exactly oh, right. I got long. that exact vibe. I was like, yeah, that precisely. Those first two episodes felt dead cinematic to me, and then the second, the third one just felt like a TV show. Mm. Yeah. Mm. You know when I we watched Mando yeah. season one, and we all said it, it was like one, two, three was like bang, 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 fucking brilliant, and then there was that episode where it was like farming with them fishermen. <laughs> And it was crap, and it felt like fucking an episode of Firefly or Star Trek. Yeah. Hey. Whereas this Whoa. felt 
this felt the same. It like fell flat. It just I don't know. It just didn't sit right with me at all. I'm not disliking it. I'm enjoying it. <laughs> I'm not, obviously, I'm going to continue watching it. It's just fucking not blown me away. Um, speaking of episode three, when they're on the little bus there and was Zach Braff plays Frack. Oh yeah, Frack plays that that bus driver. Oh fuck, that's his name. Fuck. I said that. I said that straight away when we watched it. I love that bit when the stormtroopers get out and they're like. Where you going? And it's like it's a long story. It's like it's a long ride. It's a long and then two ride. Minutes later, they get the fuck off it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's cinema well, magic. It's cinema magic. You know, maybe they sat there staring at each other for an hour. Um, <laughs> time jump, and we just don't see it. It's time jumps all over the but place. But during that scene, you can tell Leia definitely has, and it's probably the Force has an, a way of telling when someone's telling a lie, and if someone's hiding something from her, because she totally picks it out of Obi Wan. And you can tell in episode four that she's picking it out of Reva as Reva's trying to get info out of her. Oh, she, when Reva's like, Obi-Wan's yeah. dead. And I'm like, Leia's not going to fall for that. She fucking yeah. knows when you're not telling the truth. Dude, how how do you... Uh, didn't the line um, when she was resisting Reva's mind probe, the line immediately, her resistance to the mind probe is considerable. It's considerable. It's going yes. to be some time before we can extract any information from her. That's immediately That's exactly. what I thought when I saw that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Love that. The call-outs to A New Hope. All the movies. You know, Obi-Wan <laughs> yeah. doing the distraction on the yeah. Stormtroopers. Like. I, uh, so, just talk about Vader real quick. Um, again, the only scene I didn't like with Vader, just straight up, didn't really quite feel right to me. Uh, poor execution. Uh, his throne room, when we first see him, throne room scene, he gets up from it like a fucking robot. Which, listen, I get it. I know he's made of mechanical parts mostly now. I understand that, but you don't like his walk a little too. His gait bothers me in that first scene. It yeah, did not really. Me, yeah, Vader's gait is not. I was like, whatever. not not strong with it's this just, one. It's just his gait. <laughs> Yeah, it's just his gate. Come on, Jimmy. I know. Look, just when he gets up, he just like gets on the chair, stands, and rotates. Like he just pivots perfectly. It's like, come on, what are you, some kind of fresh recruiting on Imperial Star Destroyer or something? You don't he, do that. Did he reload his grenades though? That's the question. Did he reload his lightsaber, Kaiba? I don't yeah, know. I don't know. Um, yeah, are you I just, kidding me? Yeah. <laughs> are you kidding me? Darth Vader's gate. <laughs> that should be the episode title: Vader's Gate. It just kind of it was just bothered me a little bit. It, that, that's the only scene. With I will Vader say I, like. I, I I did feel a little it was just weird when I saw that. I was like, yeah. Do I hate it? No. Do I love James Earl Jones? Fucking yes. Mm. Mm-hmm. It's not James Earl Jones. It's not him though, mate. Is it? No, it isn't. But it's really close. It's him. They did a good job. So who is it? Well, they've done Same what they did, they did with Luke. No, they they just, see they. Go ahead. Put it in a computer and smack it out the other side, don't they? Sounds really good. Yeah. In my opinion. Oh yeah. Sounds fine. Well, I mean, I he's get away with it with Vader. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if they just got hit. I, I imagine it as they just pay James Earl Jones so like here. There's a dictionary here. I want you to spend the next five years reading every single word and having it recorded, kind of thing, just so we can have like all those vocal tones and everything else. So we can use Vader whenever we want. In a yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> and you know what? He gets to he gets to live on forever. That's that's pretty good. That is good. That's not bad. I do that. Um, back to the bus ride 
who do you think uh what do you think about Obi-Wan having a brother and possibly being Ray's grandfather or something? <laughs> Absolutely right. Fucking brilliant. I tell you, justice <laughs> will finally get its rewards. <laughs> I mean, why else have Obi-Wan talk about having a brother if not oh, well, in relation to Ray, Owen, Ray right? Owen's supposed to be his brother originally years back or something. That's true, years yes. ago, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So Obviously, Uncle Owen. I like the fact that that was there. I like the fact that that was there, but yeah, I like that little thing talking about how he was taken away and got a new family and all yeah. that. That was really cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fine. Yeah. You know what it reminded me of? Star Trek Five: The Final Frontier. William Shatner, Captain Kirk comes oh, out and roll, says, roll "No, boat, not that scene." The end of the movie. <laughs> end of the movie. At the very end, him, Spock, you know, him, McCoy, Spock, hanging out in front of the Enterprise. He's going, "I had a brother once." And I'm like, "What? What the fuck? You're just gonna drop this out there like that, Shatner?" No, I, that's why I kind of saw that. I was like, "Ewan McGregor is like, I thought I had a brother." I was like, oh, "No, you didn't. You just, you know, existed in the Jedi and." There's no prequel to you at all. We don't need a, <laughs> we don't need a origin story on Kenobi. This is your origin story. No more. I was thinking that maybe that why no brother. Obi Wan brought up the brother. I mean, remembers a brother. That might be why he considered Anakin as a brother so much. Like he just wanted. Yeah, it could be. Uh, good remembered. point. Good point. Yeah. Um, do you think? Remember Anakin? Remember uh, Obi Wan seeing Anakin there on the. Oh, in the that desert. Plant in the desert. <laughs> yeah, um, weird. What do you guys think? Hallucination or like uh, not hallucination? Like I mean, it wasn't imagining real. or force projection? Ooh, ooh, force projection, possibly. Uh, what do you guys think? That was hallucination. Is that is that Anakin using the force and projecting himself on him? In his, he's sitting in his meditation chamber and just like boom. Maybe it didn't make the. I feel like they've made stuff like that obvious, though. Like when Obi Wan was recuperating in the chamber, and Vader's like, "Ha ha, bitch, see how it feels." That little weird montage. But in this one, I feel like his flashback or him seeing the hallucination of Anakin in the desert is more of a result of his traumatic experience, like very recent, still traumatic experience, even though it's been ten years. Yeah, I think go either kind of either way, but I lean towards the him just. Oh, we want just being disturbed. Hard. Mm. And just I mean, seeing Anakin because he's thinking about Anakin now that he knows he's alive. Yeah. I love that scene. End of episode two. Anakin. <laughs> Anakin. <laughs> oh, that, that ending of episode two when we watched it in that room. Oh. It was fucking great. Oh, great. Dude, his reaction when he found out. Oh, my God. Yep. Fucking so cool. great. Yes. That's so. all I've got. Anybody got anything? I have like a couple of tiny tidbits, but they're they're just relating to the other movies. Like you know, can't use the force on it. That's not how it works. TFA Han Solo. Yeah, yeah. That's not how the force works. That's not how the force works. Or great film, better than the new Oak. Fuck off. When Obi Wan tackles that Zabrak to the ground and he holds his hand like, ow, oh, the horns hit, hurt my hand. That reminds me of when he punched his Grievous. I don't know. This is like, oh, I, like, my I like the fight. Yeah. I like the fact that in Revenge of the Sith, he's like 
So uncivilized. So uncivilized. I love it. And all he's done is fucking shoot people. <laughs> I thought that as well. It's like, motherfucker, he's just... Hypocrite. Yeah, hypocrite. No, it's just a, just a show. Like, old Jedi Obi-Wan would say this is, you know, skeezy and uh, uncivilized. Current state of Obi-Wan says, fuck it, whatever. Give me the blaster. You got to stay undercover, too. My last comment before I let... I'll open it to you guys for anything else. A purgle was mentioned. And I want to (laughs) say... This is the first time I didn't bring up purgles in my true and false. And I'm really sad about it. (laughs) I really wanted to true in the other ones. And now I didn't do it. And fucking, of course, Lucasfilm fucks me. Uh, Mate, who, 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 who mentioned them as well, dude? Bale, and he's awesome. Fucking Jimmy Smith. Yeah. Space oh, Jimmy Smith, mate. Space Jimmy, Jimmy Smith, Smith mate. Yeah. What Absolute a lad. lad. Oh, mate. Glorious. But this is one step closer to the Thrawn Purgle live action that we're going to see yeah, for Jimmy. It's going to happen, mate. It's gonna happen. <laughs> Ed's already got that question down, isn't he, on that tour? Oh, okay. He's wait. already written it. Getting indigestion. They're setting so it up. TV Boys, shows. they are setting it up. We're going to mention it here. And it's going to happen. Purgles are coming, boys. And it's going to happen. Space whales galore. (laughs) And you're going to love it. No, my silly true and false was was the Heli Sabres. And now I'm really scared it's going to (laughs) happen. No, it ain't going to happen. The closest we saw is when he sliced up the uh, bass player from whatever band that was from 20 years ago. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that guy. Mm. Zap, whatever the hell's name is. No yeah. That. yeah, that's as fast as it goes. It's not gonna. There's no aerodynamics in a saber. It's not gonna no. lift off. No, no, no. no. Anyway, season finale, mate. It is canon, technically. Uh, technically, yes, of course. Uh, anybody else have anything for the first four episodes of Obi Obi Wan two and three and four? Obi Wan, there's no Dexter <gasps> yet. Yet. Yeah. Well, I think I've said everything. Really good so far. Yes. But little, little bit brown. hit and miss for me. Bit hit and miss. miss. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I'm not I don't like being negative, but you know, I just did want to mention as well that like, I was really excited to see him ignite the blue. Hell um, yeah! The first time he turned it on, he used it as a torch. I thought that was fucking really. Come on! It was really, <laughs> really, was really bright. It was really yeah. bright. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we see, it it. Yeah. see where it was. Yeah, it's another Jedi Fallen Order. Cal Kestis original. <laughs> they had been teasing that, mate, hadn't they? Like we're gonna get him, and then it would just it just lit it up, and I was like, well, that was shit. Yeah. And then turned it off just to see where, <laughs> yeah. see where we were going, and then fucked off. Like, is that it? Yeah, yeah so fucked yeah. right off. He's an old man. No, um, I'll get it. I'll, I'll wait. I'll see these last two, mate, and then I'll. Mm. Off oh, your final verdict. I yeah, I think that's what we should yeah. do. Um, I do like how he's getting better in episode four, like deflecting bolts yeah. and twirling yeah, around I a little bit. We're, we're getting some yeah. more of Obi Wan full on, aren't we? Yeah, yeah I think... hiding people under his coat, fantastic. <laughs> that was you love that, don't you? <laughs> you know, it's so really fun. Though. You know, what's really funny. I laid off that. You know, I, I... laid off that because you know, I'm trying to be polite. You know. <laughs> I didn't talk about the slow the slow race in the woods or anything like that. I'm trying to be polite over here. 
That was way too slow. Let it out, Jimmy. Let it out. Those oh, those, those dudes running well, after Leia and just like running into a branch. Oh, oh fuck! I didn't see sucks. that again. Like, poor uh, production. Here's my rant about one quick scene. <laughs> the guy fucking stops in front of her and she stops and then it clips it to the next scene. It's like, oh no, that's, come that's, on. Yeah, well, Jimmy, she turned right. Jimmy, that's what I mean. That's what I mean about. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's what I'm saying about some of the action sequences. Yeah. Yeah. Very yeah, very I've low. I'm really disappointed. With some of them. Yeah. Again, story-wise, I'm here for it. The story works. So, yeah. overall, I'm satisfied with it. But production, execution, it's a fucking C-minus right now. Too much money went to Ewan's pockets. That's what I think. Got to pay for those electric Damn. motorcycles. C-minus. You know? Wow. C-minus. I don't give it that Ooh, low. For... I, give it, I give it a B. Yeah. So far. Production. B-minus, maybe. They could do better, I man. Think what I've... I think what I've con concluded from the last hour is that Ed's enjoying this the most. Yes, I am. Followed by I'm followed by Jimmy and Kevin and I'm enjoying it the least. Mm. I think that's about right. <laughs> I'd yes, go with yeah. that. That sounds heard. Heard scene. <laughs> oh, look at nice. the sun. That's a bright sun. We Mate, got the I want sun to know what's going eyes, off folks. in the background. When did the fucking beacons The beacons are lit! The, the... beacons are lit! That was great look. Gondor calls the raid! That looked like it that looked like it was miles away. It did, mate. That okay, really freaked me out. <laughs> Mag- so, cinema Campbell. magic. This is the production value for the, quality. For the listeners out there, there's a camera on us, and Jimmy has a, what would you call it, a torch? It's, yeah, lit. it's a little bug torch, tiki torch bottle. Yeah, yeah it keeps the bugs away. And um, and I, I thought it was like way off in the background, but it's not. It's really up close. It's yeah. literally like well, right I next to us, victory. like right here. <laughs> Yeah, we got to use. It looked like it was miles away. Then Jimmy, Jimmy just put his hand on it, and picked it up. It brilliant! I was like, "What? That was like freaked me out." What the fuck? The beacon. I should have like turned around and went, picked it. Tried like, hold on, hold on, hold on. Ow! Ow! My it's in my hand. Yeah, yeah. No one can see that. No, it's right, right. Sorry. This is an excellent medium for that. Uh, yeah. So I, I do love it. Just because it relates to Jedi and dystopian society, kind of. Yeah. The Underground Railroad, and it's just really cool to see. But The path be heard. Execution could be better. Yeah, execution could be better. But there are some very excellent character moments. I do think think the scenes on, on the Inquisitor Fortress, where they had lay under the coat, I think some of those stormtroopers were actually CGI, <laughs> and I can see that on my my TV. Oh, they definitely weren't when they got there because all the uh, all the salutes were like a good second off each other. I'm like, ooh man, good practice. Well, yeah, like like a, a trooper time. would walk by. I'm like, that doesn't look right. Anyway. Well, don't forget they're in the they're in the volume. Uh, the volume. Yeah. So I I think. It may be a result of people not being used to using the volume because the volume is still new. There's still only yeah, limited people using that. But anyway, wow. mm. that's it for me. Same. All right, well, Thank folks, you, thanks for uh, joining us on this very special episode of the Scruffy Looking Podcasters. That concludes, brings to a conclusion, episode 196, coming right in hard on the big bicentennial. We hope you stay safe out there. Enjoy Obi-Wan like the rest of us. And we'll talk to you soon with our uh, final thoughts and reviews on this most excellent series. So cheers. Farewell.
Peace out. So that gives three rings. Just remember, if you need to smuggle a small child anywhere, just put them inside your coat. It's fine. <laughs> no one will notice. See you next week. <laughs> oh, mate. Perfect. Yeah, take care, everyone. See you at Premier League. Make sure you get Vader's gate correct, okay? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Stop buying records, everyone. It's bad for you. This party's over.